Eits Jolkali. What's up? Hey y'all, what's up? You're about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, live music, booty bump and beats, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start. Five, four, three, two, one. Due to the coronavirus, the following show is being produced and broadcast by the Yolokali youth from their homes. So sit back, relax at home, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, you're listening to WLPNLP on 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. This is What's Up on La Mesita, and it's Vic, covering Pitchfork on Friday the 10th. Pitchfork is a music festival covering all kinds of music in Union Park, and it's run by Pitchfork Media. It covers like all kinds of music, EDM, pop, rock, indie, anything of the sort. It's an annual fest, but it didn't happen last year, and, well, because of COVID. But there are three days of fun and music, and it's a good time for the community. Uh, they seem really supportive uh, to the community in general, as there was like an area for merch, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, overall, an awesome day. Uh, really good day. There was free water available to everyone. There were fountains that were running, so you could fill up your water bottle. Uh, you get what you needed. There was, here. here's what was a surprise to me. I was walking through the festival grounds and I see this huge line. And I assume it's for like food or something. It's for merch. There was an insane line for Pitchfork merch, uh, which I thought was really impressive. On the train of thought of merch, there were small businesses selling like a lot of stuff. They had a little market area uh, where there were a ton of small businesses selling shirts or stickers uh, or whatever they needed to sell. And we actually caught an interview with Field Trip Records, uh, which you can check out later. And uh, that was really dope uh, as they're friends of Viola Galley and it was a good time. There were three stages. There was the green stage, the red stage and the blue stage. Now I will say, uh, the blue stage was more on the line of like EDM music, uh, definitely more electronic. Uh, so you'd go there to catch some electronic shows. And then the red and green stages were a lot more geared towards like instrumental, uh, pop or rock. So that was a good time. This was a new experience for me, having a press pass, uh, super sick. Uh, a lot of the places you got access to was really dope. Uh, for example, there was uh, a VIP area where uh, you could go in, there were like provisions provided and there were interviews throughout the day with artists. And there I actually got to catch an interview with Kelly Lee Owens, which was super dope.
Uh, she is a great speaker, uh, and her interview was really enlightening uh, uh, on terms of her music and her as a person. Uh, and then there, in the same area, we actually met Elia Einhorn, who is a music journalist who was hosting the show back there. Uh, he's a pretty big deal in music journalism. He's on a bunch of shows and podcasts, uh, and he's doing really well for himself. I'm Elliot Einhorn. I'll be hosting the live stream all weekend. And I want to give a shout to the people watching at home and enjoy this live stream. Big love to for being with us. And listen, we have an incredible first artist. Her last year's record, Inner Song, was one of my favorites. She's a Welsh countryman just like myself. And then a lot of the big shows we caught that day uh, were really sick. For example, Armand Hammer, which is super thought provoking. They are a rap group. Uh, that raps about issues they care about. And actually, we caught an interview with a visual artist who was doing the visuals behind the artist for their show. So we asked her uh, a bunch of questions and uh, we looked into her craft and you can catch that later. Also, uh, actually at the at Pitchfork, our audio are corrupted. So we're not using the original audio, but we re-recorded the interview and you can catch that in a few. like angel dust ain't no angels hovering ain't no saving us ain't no slaving us you're gonna need a bigger boat you're gonna need a smaller ocean but here's some more rope no it's my favorite game is let's pose let's pose i asked the question just to see it in your face i already know the answer never mattered every night he drank a mattress kept turning over and backwards till he threw it out late on the box spring like a cactus madness some slowly go some just vanish don't make a promise you can't keep don't make a keepsake out of grief i can't promise anything it's pills to help you sleep it's ill but you're like krill in that cold deep alcohol seep out the pores like gills air squeeze out the ocean floor divide then swim with open jaw we got to see dj nate uh which was fun uh he was a little late so we got to interview a couple they were super excited um, but when he came on, the crowd seemed to be having a really good time. They vibe with his music, and um, it was a good time. And then, actually, at DJ Nate, we caught a lucid from Armand Hammer, uh, and he was waiting to see DJ Nate. And we almost caught an interview, but it didn't work out. Maybe next time, lucid, if you're listening, we'll we'll catch you. We'll catch you for sure. So next up, we have an interview with two people who are waiting for DJ Nate. We got Christian and his girlfriend Liz. They both seem excited about the show. Let's hear from them. Hey everybody, it's Vic with Yolo Cali, and today I'm here with uh, Christian Soto. Liz. Hi, Christian and Liz. So you're here waiting for DJ Nate. Why is that? Do you like DJ Nate? Do you like some of his songs? What are you excited to see? Um, I personally like DJ Nate. Well, he's like in the same group of like Chicago DJs, like DJ Rashad, um, and like people like that who make like um, like kind of techno underground um, hip hop like kind of music. So that's why I'm waiting for him. Gotcha. Are, are you here with him or are you excited to see DJ Nate? Um, I don't really know DJ Nate, but my boyfriend speaks of him very highly, so I'm excited to listen. Fair enough. you got to be excited if he speaks of him highly, you know? Um, so, Pitchfork Press in general, y'all having a good time today? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm, I've been waiting since like, COVID was ended because uh, I bought tickets for like the last one, so I'm really excited to see everyone uh, upcoming, so yeah. Yeah, it's my first time here. I flew out from Denver, so very excited to be here. Wow, absolutely. So are you guys happy with like the beverages, food provided by like the vendors and stuff? Um, yeah, the food's pretty good. Like they have the gold burn. I like the tuna pretty a lot. Um, the alcohol is pretty expensive, but I'll still buy it anyway. Hype. And then uh, one last question. What other sets are you guys excited to see today? 
Um, for today, Phoebe Bridges and probably Black Midi, because they I seen them last time they came here and it was really fun. So probably them. Yeah, I'm excited for Yeji and Phoebe tonight. Um, Yeji's at the Blue Stage, which is small, so it'll be very exciting. All right, that. Thank you guys for your time. <laughs> got to see Hop Along, which was dope. Uh, their music was a lot more poppy. It was definitely a change up for the day. Uh, a change in pace, a change in vibe. A lot more calm for sure. This is not accounting for volume. The volume was still high, but it was like calming as hell because there were a lot of people, they would bring their blanket, they'd lie down, they'd close their eyes and just listen. And honestly, that was refreshing. Uh, after a long day of like loud music, a lot of energy, just relaxing for a few minutes was really nice. And crowd seemed to really like it. They had really good energy. There was a huge crowd for Hoplong actually. Um, and it was, uh, as a personal experience, it was my first time listening to like really, really hard, uh, like loud, loud music. Uh, and uh, Charlie, who I was with, brought these little earbuds and he put them in and I was like, it can't be that bad. But it was, uh, not that it was bad, but it was loud. It was killer. I could not hear things for the next 10 minutes. Uh, so I'll bring earbuds next time. Uh, enlightening experience for sure. And then for sure, the highlight of my day was Black Moon. Black Midi was killer. They had amazing energy. They uh, came on stage with a song, like the intro song from the Looney Tunes, which was super fun. Huge crowd. They brought props actually. They had a couch and they had uh, a clothes hanger. So in between songs, they'd sit on the couch and they hang up their clothes on the clothes hanger and their energy was just so amazing. It got super dusty because the crowd was going crazy. Uh, genuinely an amazing experience.
And next up, we got an interview with Diana from Field Trip Records. They were selling stuff at the little market set up at Pitchfork, and now you get to hear about it. Hey everybody, it's Vic with Yolo Cali, and today I'm here with... Diana. Hi Diana. So Diana's here with Field Trip Records, a local record label in Chicago, and you're out here selling merch at Pitchfork Fest. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, this is our fourth year doing it. Um, it's the funnest weekend of the year bring out our screen printed apparel records um, and we're an artist collective so we just have you know a wide variety of stuff for sure um, good day out here good sales oh it's great already I mean we've only been here a couple hours and been busier than you know I would say in previous years so it's good people are showing up 100% yeah so what's it like coming back to um the selling merch experience after a couple of years. I assume Pitchfork didn't happen last year? Nope, did not happen last year. So this would have been our fifth year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it. Uh, we were really excited to do it because, um, you know, missing out on a whole year of being able to do this type of thing when it's, you know, really our uh, bread and butter. Um, we're excited. For sure. Um, so separate, separate from Field Trip, any sets you're excited to see today? Ooh, I'm excited to see Animal Collective, even though I've seen them a couple times already. They're just always so fun. Um, and Yeji, gonna see her. Kelly Lee Owens, um, DJ Nate. Kelly Lee Owens is actually doing an interview in the Dash area over there right now. Uh, yeah, for real. Um, and I hear a lot of people are excited about Animal Collective. Thank you for your time, Diane. Yeah, thank you. And that was all I got to see because I had to leave at five. Uh, but an amazing day of shows. Uh, on a genuine note, the staff was really kind, really nice. Um, yeah, I was amazed by how courteous they were and security worked with us really well. Even if we were late to come in um, to a show, they were really kind, really nice. And overall, a really good day, guys. Remember that this is What's Up on Lumpin' Radio. You're listening to 105.5 FM, WLPNLP, and this is Vic. Now, after a short break, you can hear about the experience Zipporah had on Sunday. Rain, make it, rain, girl, make it. Russia in my 
my cup and my glasses. Oh yeah, hey dog, hey what's up? Oh yeah, hey dog, hey what's up? When the sweaty walls are banging on with family planning, make it rain, girl, make it rain. You are listening to WLPN LP 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio, and this is What's Up, the Pitchfork Fest recap. My name is Zipporah, and today we're just going to be talking about Pitchfork. I got to go on Sunday, and there were some really great artists that played that day. The first one we saw was Special Interest in the Red Stage. Special Interest is a rock band. I've never listened to them before. I've never heard of them before, but it was a really good introduction to them. Everyone there was really lively. The crowd was happy to see them and they knew some songs. So the energy there was just lively. Of course, it's rock music. So it was upbeat. They had some different songs. I loved um, the lead singer's outfit and hair, her energy, everything about her was just very radiant. So although I probably wouldn't like go out of my way to listen to their music and I've never heard of them before, I'm really grateful that I got to see them because it was just a really good experience.
place in most situations, most all of the time. I know I'm one of those, everybody. After special interest, I saw Kaya, Kaya A, I'm not sure about the pronunciation. She is a R&B singer from Chicago, born and raised in Chicago. So that was exciting, first off. And again, I've never heard of her. I've never listened to any of her songs, but this is someone that I would definitely listen to, that I would definitely search up. I loved her songs, her music. I vibed to it the whole time. And yeah, she's definitely someone that I would go back to and just listen to. The next person we saw was Danny Brown. Danny Brown, you know, I've heard some things about him, but I've never seen him. And that was something, is what I'm gonna say. His pitchfork performance was definitely something. I had the opportunity to take photos during Danny Brown's set. And he just gave the photographer something to take photos of. Um, his body language is very lively, like his facial expressions, the way that he moves. He's running up and down the stage, just doing his thing. It's definitely not all planned. A lot of it is just like him feeling the vibe, feeling the crowd and just going from there. So I love that about Danny Brown. Would I listen to his music? Yes, I would. I'm surprised that I haven't already, but yeah, there's a couple people that I know have told me about him, so I kind of knew like a little bit of what to expect, but he's definitely a good performer. I'ma say that. So if y'all haven't seen any performances by Danny Brown, check that out. performance was dope I also got to see um, an interview that he did so during the interview it was just a good way to get to know artists I love interviews I love watching like artists in their interviews just because you see them in a different 
you see them in a different headspace and they're talking about not just their music but just like life so it gives you a good view and just you get to know them a little bit in a different way than just consuming their art or their music so yeah thundercat i loved listening to his interview that was very entertaining very great um and so was his performance again the crowd the audience was on it the audience was upbeat very hype like they were excited to see thundercat so was i again this was a really good person to just photograph their performance was really good and i think that there was even like kind of like a mishap on stage some type of like technical difficulty but he just handled that so good they got that sorted real quick and he was just right back on it so even though there was a little bit of like a disturbance it didn't even really matter if anything it just added to the performance just because of the way that he handled it Next, I saw Flying Lotus, and Flying Lotus, I mean, they're a DJ, so that was that was interesting. From a photographer's point of view, the beginning of his set was a little bit tough because most of his set was visuals. In the visual aspect of it, it was so raw, so dope. Like, you just had to be there to see it type thing. Um, so yeah, a lot of his performance, a lot of his set was about the visuals, obviously the music too, but it was trippy, like loud, blah, blah, blah. So Flying Lotus was definitely good. I wish that I was able to capture his face a little bit more when I was taking pictures of him, but it didn't matter. He popped up at the end, did his little thing, um, really vibed with the audience but yeah for flying lotus the thing that stood out for me was just the visual aspect of it the visual effects were definitely just a one hello my name is zipora I'm with Yolo Kali Lumpin Radio. We're here in Pitchfork, and I'm here with Opal Green. Opal Green. So how are y'all doing today? Um, I'm good. 
Okay, this is this is just gonna be the first question. How'd you pick out your outfit today? Um, I went through like my whole wardrobe and it took forever and he was really annoyed. Um and I just went through my favorite ones and which day I should do it and this is what I ended up with. Okay, okay. So who are you here for? Um, I'm here for Cat Power with him and yesterday I was here for Kim Gordon and Phoebe Bridgers the day before. Okay, so back to your style. What do you think inspires you? Oh, um, a lot of like movies and TV shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, a lot of celebrities too, like Kim Gordon, who we saw, and a lot of like, I guess the 90s grunge era too, a lot. So do you think that your sense of style kind of gives people an insight to something about you or your character? I'd say so. I wear a lot of like stuff that I like. So like band t-shirts I wear a lot of bands I like, which I think is an important part of me as a person because music is really important to me. Ooh, so music is important to you. Who's some of your favorite artists? Um, Mazzy Star, Fiona Apple, Radiohead, uh, Above Underground, Sonic Youth, a lot. So what makes you like kind of attracted to a certain artist or a certain song? What's some of the things about the beat or the lyrics that kind of draw you in? Um, I like all kinds of music, uh, a lot of different genres. So usually just, I don't know, whatever kind of calls to me. I like a lot of like dream pop stuff, I think, a lot. And a lot of like shoegaze I like a lot. So a lot of really distorted kind of dreamy tunes um, and also stuff like rock too because I think it's just really easy I like how like uncoordinated it is but it's also like goes really well so oh yeah so what makes you like personally resonate with I guess like this grunge alternative style like what do you think like specifically about you like makes you resonate with that like genre or like sense of style um it's my answer is pretty basic but Kurt Cobain mostly I I would watch a lot of Kurt Cobain interviews and I would just like resonate with like what he was saying a lot and I and I just and I I don't know something about him I just like really understood and just resonated with me a lot so I looked more into it and I looked more into like the grunge scene and into like kind of like the early to late 90s and all of that and it just really I enjoyed all of it a lot so I kind of tried to incorporate that into my style and stuff and that's not very much today but in general I usually do no, yeah, I definitely see it today. Like, I feel like it's already kind of like your sense of style already with where like whatever you throw on is kind of gonna go with that. Okay, is there anything else that you want to say to the people just about your style or your time here at Pitchfork, anything like that? Um, it's been really fun. <laughs> That's basically it. Okay, all right. Thank you so much. <laughs> And lastly, the last person I'm going to talk about is Erica Badu. The queen herself was at this festival and obviously uh, she did not disappoint. She came out a little bit late. The crowd was like, Erica, where are you? Where are you? But it's okay. It just added to the hype a little bit. She was just amazing that's all i'm gonna say she was amazing i'm so sad to say that my camera battery died 
so I did not get to take the pictures that I should have been able to take of Erica, but it was okay. Obviously, I was still in a good mood. Um, her songs, her performance, the visuals, everything was on point. To me, like, I don't even know what to say because it was just a feeling. You just had to be there to just feel her, to feel her presence, feel the vibe of the crowd. Everyone was just like very attentive to her. I'm not even gonna say that the crowd was like all crazy. Yes, we had our moments, but for the most part, people were just like focused on her. Erica Badu is one of those people where if she's around you, if you can see her, you're not gonna be doing X, Y, Z. You're gonna be paying full attention to Erica Badu and that experience. So that's what I have to say about her set. She was great, amazing, better than I would have ever expected. This was my first time seeing Erica Badu perform, but I already have it in my mind that if she's coming to Chicago again, I'm gonna be there. Hope to see you guys there, but I'm definitely gonna be there. Pitchfork was definitely a success. I'm really glad I got to go. All of the artists were great. The whole event was just really well organized. Everything ran smoothly. And the people there were just cool and chill. If you guys ever get the chance to go to Pitchfork, I recommend. It was really great. Hopefully y'all see me there next time. But until then, I'll see y'all later. Again, my name is Zipporah, and you are listening to WLPN LP 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio, and this is What's Up. enjoying our amazing outstanding terrific wonderful inspiring delicious funny breathtaking we snatching lady poppin production if not you should listen to our radio show what's up again in the meantime we'll be twerking on our next one here in lumpin radio so stay tuned for our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delicious, funny, breathtaking, weave-snatching, highly amazing production. I hope that you were informed about the yolo parts of life and get your bag out of that.
Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokali.org for more. We are the